Hey guys, welcome to the Can We Talk podcast with your host Larissa Altafim. And today I'm really happy and grateful to bring to you guys my very first episode ever. And before we dive into it, I thought I would tell you guys what Can We Talk is really all about. So Can We Talk is a lifestyle podcast that I created to help people to achieve their goals and to also help people to improve their lives in all aspects from health and wellness to business, spirituality, anything really. Therefore, you guys can expect a lot of very valuable and diverse content being shared on here and some very inspiring and incredible guests with amazing stories. So, without further ado, I'm so happy and grateful to bring to you guys um, my very first episode with someone who I was actually, sorry, who I actually met at a bush doof <laughs> about four or five years ago in the central coast, uh, close to Sydney. Anyway, so if you guys don't know what a bush doof is, please look that up and don't judge me, okay? Um, anyway, I met this person and I think we only just became friends after maybe a year later that we met. Um, anyway, so he's someone who has really impacted me in such a positive way. He is very inspiring, generous, and he helped me. He has helped me so much. I remember ages ago, I wanted to start a charity, a mental health charity, but I couldn't do it at the time. Haven't started yet. Don't worry. Eventually, I'll start my own charity. Um, so I started a mental health project instead. Um, in Paddington in Sydney and basically what I would do at the time uh, every Wednesday night I would run this uh, mental health group at my yoga school after working hours for free god bless uh, you know the owner of the, the yoga place thank you Mark anyway so anyway so basically um, in this kind of um, in my meetings for the mental health group, I would um, have a script that I would kind of have to, I guess, memorize and, and just say things um, during the meeting. So basically, because I was so afraid of speaking in front of people, I was so shy about, you know, I guess, talking about this kind of things, but I, like I really wanted to do it. So I would meet up with my today's guest to to run. He would run the scripts with me and he would help me to improve it because um, he, had takes, he had taken some action classes. So I guess he was a lot more comfortable to, you know, to do this kind of thing. So he would... Um, help me to improve it and he kind of just go through it with me and I'm so grateful for this because he helped me so much at the time apart from all the things that he really helped me with um, that I'm so grateful for and yeah he's also someone that I have I have uh, looked up to quite a bit as well I guess career-wise and you know the things too and yeah but anyway who am I talking about? Who is this guy? Who is this person? I'm talking about one of my good friends, Mark Curry. Uh, Mark is the CEO and founder of Savvy Beverages, which is an incredible Australian mental performance and well-being startup that produces amazing healthy products to help people to improve their well-being. 
and one of their most recent products is this amazing coffee that helps to relieve anxiety, stress it also gives you more energy and it helps to improve concentration plus it's incredibly delicious and guys you can trust me I struggle with my mental health for you know quite a bit so one of the things that I I became passionate about because of my mental health is nutrition so I can guarantee you guys that this coffee that um, Savvy produces it's amazing um, and yeah I I think you guys should definitely check it out but we're gonna be talking about it like during the episode and also we're gonna be talking about during the episode just so you guys know we're gonna be talking about um, you know how to find your purpose um, you know how to find your I guess aka your passions because I think they are related so we're also going to be talking about you know mental health a bit of nutrition and yeah but I'm talking about business and so many other really cool interesting things so I just really hope you guys um, love and enjoy this episode as much as I, you know, had so much fun recording it, I actually, I, I recorded this twice. The first one, um, it was accidentally deleted from my computer, so I had to do it, to do everything all over again. But it's all good. We got it done at the end of the day. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, let's dive into it. Hope you guys enjoy. Ciao. Hey Mark, how are you? Good, Larissa, yourself? Good, thank you. Thank you so much for being here today. How is um everything in Sydney? Yeah, look, it's good. Oh, about as good as it could be. Um, obviously, we're in challenging times, but the sun's shining, so remaining positive. What about yourself? Yeah, everything is is all right. I get um, I guess things are getting better now. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here today. I'm really, really grateful that you are my, I guess you are my first guest. So, um, finally, we, we made it. <laughs> Alrighty. So, I'm really excited for this episode because you're someone that inspired me so much. And, um, you know, you helped me so much to, I guess, find myself at, at some point. Um, so... The first thing that I want to know is, um, can you please tell us a little bit about your background, you know, where you come from, you know, where you grew up, um, can talk about your Irish heritage, <laughs> um, what you study at uni, your star sign, you know, whatever you, you want to share. Right. Okay. So we'll try and rattle them off nice and quick. Born, born in May 1989. That makes me a tourist. My, both my parents are Irish. However, myself and my sister was born in Australia. Grew up in Paddington and Sydney. Went to Double Bay as my first uh, public school. Then went to Waverley. Then went to St. Aloysius College. Then uh, went to university, studied business, studied law. Um, started to really realize that those were probably the not, not the most aligned uh, subjects to study for myself. But 
I had no idea about what else I would do. I didn't know if I had a passion that used to concern me because I was always jealous when people just wanted to do something. I want to be a policeman. Boom, be a policeman. Um, or she wants to be a firefighter. Boom, she's a firefighter. So it was a bit confusing because I wasn't sure. But nonetheless, I did what I thought I should do, which is do the business, do the law, and then take a job. So I took a job in a, in a law firm, and then I went to a different law firm, went to a different law firm, and then <laughs> so I got promoted through the ranks as a lawyer, which so I tried different levels of responsibility. And um, it's definitely something that's um, appealing to certain kinds of people. But for me, what I really noticed was there's an enormous issue in the workplace for people with mental health and mental well-being and that was something that was far more important to me that I wanted to try and deal with at one stage in my fourth year at uni I was about to drop out of um, law and start studying medicine because I was always kind of pushed by this urge to want to help people but um, I subsequently found out I do like helping people but not necessarily as a doctor but instead maybe creating a product that helps them with day-to-day -day life, such as Savvy. And that's why I became a nutritionist, so I can help people make healthier decisions regarding what they eat. Awesome. And when did you, I guess, figure it out that, you know, law wasn't really for you? Was that like a moment, like a pivotal moment where you're like, nah, this is not for me? To be honest, it was at university. Um, really? And that's when it's meant to be the most fun because trust me, learning about it from a theoretical standpoint is far more interesting than the practicing of it. Like it is still kind of cool the first time or two that you're in like the Supreme Court of New South Wales or whatever. It's kind of interesting. You're like, whoa, I'm a part of everything. But um, it's not that exciting. Um, the theory is interesting, but what I used to ask myself when I was thinking, is this really what I want? Is I would imagine someone coming into a room with, with uh, two books and going, oh, Mark, so this is a book all about new um, herbs and vitamins and minerals and amino acids that are discovered that's going to help out your body and your mind to improve. And this is a book about these amazing new laws that are going to be introduced in Australia in the next few years. What are you going to read? And I'm immediately reaching for the book about nutrition and health. Mm -hmm. So I knew that that's what I was interested in. However, at the time, I thought it was just a hobby. I didn't know how to make it a lifestyle. And so it took years before eventually that opportunity just fell right into my lap. And um, yeah, I went with it then. Nice. And um, when, I guess, when did you make the actual transition? Oh God, so it took ages. Um, I did it four years ago. Um, I celebrated my fourth year just about a month ago and it was something that I wanted to do for a long while. It was um, ever since my time in university and even previously to that with um, being in high school, I was always very interested in it from being, in, um, I worked as a tutor throughout university um, and also it was just really, really interesting because a lot of these people uh, they have no idea about nutrition and how to optimize their diet to get the most out of their brain. It's an issue for them. So everyone's just trying to push themselves to um, learn things. And it didn't really make sense to me. Like if you're uh, an athlete or if you're a, a health conscious person or something like that, 
everyone knows, oh, you've got to look out for your sleep, you've got to look out for your, your diet, you've got to look out for how you practice. But then we have people who are using their minds all the time, like university students um, or anyone at all, really. And no one seems to know what should you eat or not eat for your brain. And so that was always a bit of a, a weird one. So I found that really interesting. So ever since um, end of high school, when all, the, when all the guys and the girls are trying out supplements to get big muscles or to lose weight or to um, maybe try and be a bit healthier, whatever it was, uh, maybe it was trying to reduce the effects of a hangover. Um, for me, I was thinking, what can I take that's going to help me to study? What can I take that's going to improve my memory? And I'm, I'm obviously talking about natural things here, not Adderall and Ritalin <laughs> and those kind of yeah. things. So that's what I really liked. And so I was interested in the areas of nootropics or smart drugs and brain supplements. And um, I looked at some Google trends and I realized that people are looking for these words on the internet more and more and more all the time. So they're starting mm -hmm. to become interesting. Um, they were very big in America. They were uh, definitely on the interest area in certain parts of Europe, but they were very much unknown in Australia and New Zealand. So I always found it really interesting since the start of university. It was always something I looked into. And then when I finally got to a stage working in, uh, in my law firm, I realized that everyone lives off caffeine or they live off stimulants. They just have so much work to do and they don't know how to get it done. So they just unfortunately drink heaps of cups of coffee a day just to get through the huge workload. So really what they want isn't the coffee. They want the performance from it. They want the caffeine. So I thought, what if I could create a product that would give them the mental performance and drive that they need through a stimulant. But at the same time, it gives them the additional nutrients that their brain needs to perform at its best capacity. But also I deal with another huge issue in mainstream society that not enough people are talking about. And that's issues of stress, anxiety, and also low mood, AKA um, depression. Now I know the D word's obviously very hard hitting but nonetheless, a lot of people definitely have challenging times when they're constantly pushing themselves so hard to perform. So I wanted to try and see if I can combine vitamins, minerals, natural herbal extracts and botanicals in a way that would be able to create an amazing product that gives people what they need. So I started looking into it. And I, before I knew it, I was just fascinated. I knew about 50 to 100 ingredients that would be perfect. So someone would say to me, ah, oh, I'm so tired all the time and coffee just doesn't seem to work as well. What should I do? And I'm there just yelling, you need Panax ginseng or American ginseng or ashwagandha. Like, <laughs> I got to the stage that I just, I had, all, I had all this knowledge, but I didn't really have an outlet for it. And so I was started creating these pills, powders and potions in my office and my Friends used to consistently come to my office and say, "Oh, hey, Mark. So I got a big um, I got a big meeting, and then I'm in court for the afternoon. Any chance you can make me one of your one of your drinks?" And back then, I was just basing it on something as simple as just a juice extract or a cordial. I didn't have any experience on how to make mainstream drinks, and I was like, "Yeah, of course, of course." And so I kept doing that, and I realized people really love this stuff, but no one knows about it. So, and I try and explain it to them, and they just 
they'd fall asleep. It was too boring. They don't care. So I found out that they don't, they're not interested in why it works. That's just me because I'm a nerd. Um, but they are, but they are interested in the effects because they want it because they realize it is better than caffeine. It is better than energy drinks. So I was basically creating the best possible solution for them for the problem that they had, which was they need more energy and they need, um, more focus and they don't want stress. So I ticked all those boxes. So I thought, well, if I don't do it now, I'll never do it. So I started going to all of these seminars about business and they were consistently saying things that really resonated with me, such as you're the youngest now you'll ever be. Um, and also just saying the job will always be there for you. If you don't take a chance on yourself, you'll never be happy. It was lots of these kind of quite hard hitting like things to consider. And I was like, yeah. shit, it's true. Like I can always quit my job. And then if worse comes to worse, I just get it back again. Um, it's not a big issue. Like there'll always be a need for um, a job. Like I can find it. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to do it. So I did. I attended my resignation. And then I remember day one at my computer, I had to move back home with my parents. I tried to minimize all expenses. I didn't have, I didn't have a huge amount saved. I only had a little bit, but I put everything I had into this project. I even like borrowed some money. So I went into debt. I was, I wanted to try and do everything and do it correctly. And, uh, that was it. So I was just driven by my why, which was, I wanted to create a product that would simultaneously increase people's performance and also stress. And there was nothing like that in Australia and there wasn't anything like that in the world. So I was very excited to finally create a product that would help out with mental well-being, which is one of the most important things to me. Awesome. And um, I apologize. You... That was a really long answer to your question. No, no, that that's okay. I kind of forgot what I asked you now. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I think you asked. I'm not sure, but I think you was asking me how, how I started serving. I gave you a, a ten-minute answer, so I apologize. <laughs> It's okay. It's all good. Thank you so much. Um, so I guess you just, you know, you just told us how you started savvy and, you know, I guess you also just gave us your why. And um, can you please tell us a bit about the products, like what you have made so far and what are you selling now? And Yeah, absolutely. So basically what I do is um, I create a product that uh, has neurovitamins, which is kind of essential vitamins that your brain needs to thrive, herbal extracts, superfoods, antioxidants, and also neuroanti-inflammatories. Um, and the idea is optimizing cognitive function and enhancing mental well-being. So all of these things kind of come together. A lot of these most people have never heard of. So initially, I put it into a drink. I put 20 ingredients into a drink. And the idea is it upgrades the body as a whole so you can perform each day at your top level. So it's kind of empowering your mind with the nutrients that it actually needs. So you're more creative, you're more productive, and you can contribute more to society. So the idea is if you wanted to uh, do lots of exercise all the time, you want to go running all the time. People will tell you that you need to have certain supplements. Okay, so for recovery, you're going to need magnesium, you're going to need this, that, and the other. They know what to do. But um, 
a lot of people don't talk enough about, all right, well, I want to work a, a really hard job for 12 hours a day, five days a week. What do I do? People don't know. And then they're, and they're eating their, their average diets. They're eating white bread for breakfast, which has no nutritional value. And they're eating meat pies for lunch. And they're eating all this unhealthy food. And I'm just thinking, that's not fair for your body. Could you imagine Roger Federer having white bread for breakfast and a meat pie for lunch? No. He's definitely having an amazing diet. And his diet will be super healthy with all the vitamins and minerals and nutrients. He'll be taking heaps and heaps of supplements. And the idea is because people realize that in order to optimize his body's function, you need to feed the body the correct fuel. Where, where I remember when I was studying nutrition, they just described us as a car. And the idea is you can put any kind of fuel you want in the car, but it's obvious the best premium fuel is going to give you the best premium performance. Yeah. So, and that's what I just remember thinking. And I was thinking, great. So simply as that, the best premium foods are going to give you the best premium performance. It's as simple as that. So I thought, fantastic. Most people don't even know about what foods they should be eating to improve their brain. So I thought, great. I'm going to give people an opportunity to grab more life. Because everyone has 24 hours in a day. It's, it's the kind of like it's the great equalizer, right? Like you can yeah. only do so much in a day. But I thought, what if you could get more out of your day by trying to get more out of your brain, more out of your performance. Then you can optimize, you can energize, you can give the nutrients that your body needs to really be at its best all the time. So you're not constantly running around between caffeine highs, which is unfortunately how a lot of people do it. But instead, you're taking on key ingredients that actually help your body just to, to feel better and operate at peak efficiency which is the whole idea. So it's fundamentally different from coffee. So caffeine, um, it's just a blunt instrument and it helps people to be alert. Sure, it's great. But it's, it's something that you have when you're tired or when you want to try and uh, escape being, um, I guess, quite sleepy because you don't think it's going to work very well. But it's not going to help you be focused. In fact, yeah. caffeine by itself increases anxiety and stress which has negative effects on mental health, which unfortunately is going to make the problem worse. So while it's useful for energy, it does very little to support biological thinking. While savvy, we designed it to take complete care of the brain by helping it to work more efficiently and effectively by supplying it the underlying raw materials that it uses for fuel, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So now... Um... I have a quick question. Let's say I was actually talking to one of my friends who is a rugby player yesterday. I was talking to him about your product and um, he wanted to know, can he take a product, you know, because he plays rugby, would that be okay for him? I know you also, you play rugby for a while. Yeah, so from like a WADNA standpoint, a world anti-doping um, authority, yes, he can. So there's nothing okay. illegal in savvy. So I was very careful in putting the formulation together to make sure that it's going to be legal um, in most parts of the world and also for professional sports people. Cool. So um, all the ingredients have been rigorously tested for safety and all the ingredients are supported by decades of clinical research. The idea is we wanted to 
have a strong research background and scientific evidence behind every single ingredient. So we can tell people with surety, it's going to do their body and their mind a favor. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, also, I have another question. If I, I'm an actor and um, I really I'm trying to find ways lately to be more present. So do you reckon if I take Savvy, I guess on a more daily basis, do you think it would help me to, you know, be more present to get rid of any anxiety or do you think that could help? Yeah, definitely. Like anything at all that's going to help bring you into the moment and help to remove that mind chatter and help to remove the anxiety and remove stress is going to help you focus more. So okay. Savvy has ingredients that help to improve mood, that help to improve focus and help to reduce stress. All of those combined are going to help you to be more present and be in the moment, which means you're going to enjoy every moment a little bit more and perform in every moment a little bit more. So for you as an actor, it's definitely going to help. Awesome. So basically all of the actors are that should be taking Savvy, right? I know it seems silly to, to plug the product, but <laughs> it, it, well, the, the question is, what, what are they taking at the moment? Like, yeah. um, I've, I've been on a lot of um, entertainment things in the past, and often it's just lots of energy drinks or, or coffee. So if that's what they're taking at the moment, then yes, 100% savvy is going to be better. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm excited to, I guess, you know, have your drink on a every day for breakfast now. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, we have two things. Um, we have a coffee and we have a drink. So the coffee is probably better for breakfast mm -hmm. uh, and the drink is probably better later on in the day. Awesome. Sounds, sounds good. And, um, you know, if anyone who is listening to this podcast right now, if they want to purchase your product, where can they get it in Australia and overseas if they can? Yeah, of course. So we're currently in the works. We're talking to quite a few chains in Australia regarding getting stocked, which is great. So right now I'm going to try and stay a bit tight-lipped until everything is on shelf. However, I can say that it's available online. So that's probably the easiest one for the moment. So that's savvybeverage.com.au and that's where you can order anywhere in the world. Awesome. And um, if people want to, you know, follow your Instagram page or anything like that, can you please share with us your your social media links? Of course. Um, so I think for Instagram, it's Savvy Beverages. So S-A-V-V-Y-B-E-V-E-R-H-E-E-S. Uh, and for Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest, I'm pretty sure it's always Savvy Beverage or Savvy Beverages. It's um, nice and consistent. Awesome. Thank you so much. for. Now, I really want to know, you seem to do it all. So how do you find time to, I guess, take care of yourself as well? So for me, it's, um, I think just having good nutrition is just the first step um, for a lot of people to realize the importance of mental health and well-being as a whole. There's many different facets. There's exercise, there's kind of personal health, that might be meditation, it could be yoga, it could be um, mantras, it could be gratitude. And then of course there's nutrition and there's also optimizing sleep. A lot of people usually try and 
not think about their sleep. They maybe only sleep three, four, five hours a night, which is terrible. Um, so for me, I try and have routines. Um, so I'm trying to think of like an easy example. So on my desk, in fact, I have my habit tracker. So I still do this because I quite like it. So every day I try and do a few things that I know are going to make me happy. So on my particular habit tracker, I have played 10 minutes plus of piano slash guitar. It's a small thing, but it will encourage me to try and be creative and also just to enjoy a few moments because when I'm doing that, I'm not thinking about anything else because I'm immersed in that practice and it's really good. So I kind of use it as a, a means to just slip away from all the challenges of work for a few moments. I always try and meditate every day for at least five minutes. Um, it's a small thing again. I prefer to go 10 minutes, 15 minutes. It just depends on the day. I'll always do breathing exercises. So a lot of these things I'll try and do in the morning. So to make it work for the day and make it work for, for everyone, I bundle it into a morning routine, an evening routine, and one or two things to do across the day. So in the morning, I will do my gratitude list, 10 things. My I am mantras, 10 things. I will always try and message a family or a friend member who I haven't um, spoken to recently. Uh, and I'll also do my breathing exercises. These only take a couple minutes each. And then I'll try and go to the gym or do something physical. It might just involve getting up and going for a walk out in the sunshine, going for a quick swim. It could be anything. And then normally before I hop in the shower, I try and meditate. Again, five, 10 minutes, depends how long I have. But the idea is you make it work for you. I like having cold showers, which I know is kind of crazy, but it's because I know there's lots of good health benefits to it. And that's how I start my day. So I've already knocked over a whole lot of little small things to try and really get my, get my mind on track. Um, I always write my to-do lists the night before. So once I'm out of the shower, I get dressed and I'm either at my desk or I'm grabbing my bag to head out the door to the office or wherever I'm going. But before I do, I will just double check my to-do list that I wrote the night before and I'll just prioritize it into what I need to do first. The idea is I'm controlling my day as opposed to my day controlling me. And then that's most of my... My day, that's how it kind of starts. And then in the evening or if I'm working from home, I'll try and fit in a few other small things. For example, it might be another small meditation session. It might be playing that piano or guitar I spoke about. It's just little things that you know are going to help you. And some people might have more things again that they wish to do. For me, that's what I like to do. It makes a small difference. Fair enough. And um. I what guess, about yourself, um, Larissa? What do you like to do? What do I do? I mean, to look after myself. Yeah. <laughs> what do I do? Uh, what do I do? Um, I used, I guess I used to be a little bit better at meditating before, but now I'm not really into meditation anymore. I mean, I do sometimes, but I guess I'm really into dance at the moment. I think I'm a really good dancer, so uh, I've been taking classes and, um, <laughs> yeah, I do like different things, but basically I guess just moving my body, moving my body is so important. Um, I don't know, I think especially for a woman, it's so important. Um, yeah, I think, I don't know why, I just feel like women tend to carry more anxiety like in their bodies than men, I don't know, just anyway. 
Um, yeah, so I just move my body. If I notice that I like daily, like every day, like I, you know, I move my body. I either do yoga or I don't go running, but like I go for walks, uh, I do yoga, I take dance classes. <laughs> I started taking pole dance classes because I thought it would be really fun. So I've been doing that. Um, what else? Yeah, I guess I just like, I like trying different things. I think something that I've found that's really good for mental health is to just try different things. So just get out of your comfort zone, but do things that actually make you happy. For example, like um, if someone tells you, oh, you have to meditate, but you don't really want to do it, maybe don't do it. Go and do something that you really want to try. So I'll give you my example. Like I always wanted to try pole dance and I thought, I don't know if I should. Anyway, so one day I was very bored and I just went and did it and um, I loved it. So I think trying different things is a big thing, but things that you really want to do. Not things that other people want you to do, but things that you really want to do. I think that's pretty cool. I also started taking singing classes. So that's really good for my mental health, I think, because it just helps me to, I guess, release any sort of anxiety, stress. It's just really fun. Um, yeah, but I think on a daily basis, moving my body is really important. Um, I don't meditate that often anymore. As I said before, I always, I guess, drinking my coffee is a bit of a, like, a, it's a bit of a morning ritual for me now. Like, I wake up and I like to, I guess, stay in silence for a little bit. Like, I have my coffee and sometimes I do a bit of gratitude. Um, and, yeah, I think being present is just really important for me. And, yeah, I think that's it. Oh, actually, music. Music is really important. I love listening to music, just being there with whatever music I want to listen to. That's really good. Just going back to Savvy a little bit, uh, where I guess you see yourself with your business, you know, in the next 10 years, do you have any sort of like big goals for what you're doing now? Yeah. So obviously everyone's got like big, exciting goals, but I would love to have a product range that has a healthy coffee alternative a healthy drink alternative for the day. I'd like to have foods that are healthier. So instead of people just having a muesli bar, they can have one with far more functional foods that are going to help their body and their brain. And also a sleep supplement, something that people can have in the afternoon or the evening that will help their body to sleep better. So now, do you reckon um, you're going to be expanding your business to any other places in the globe? Yeah, so I'd love to obviously take it to other places, um, other English-speaking places are the easiest for the moment. Um, so that would be America, UK, South America, um, and yeah, I think that would be a good chunk to start. I reckon LA would be the best place for you to start with overseas. People would love your product so much there. Yeah, I think they, they definitely would. There's a lot of similar style things there, but um, Savvy would still stand out quite a lot, which is great. Absolutely. So now, um, I guess, unfortunately, we're coming close to, to the end. Anything else that you want to share? Um, 
Well, I guess um, one thing that would be nice to do is uh, let people know that if they are ever considering changing their ideas, sorry, not their ideas, but changing their job, um, it's something that it's scary, but it's amazing to do. If you find something that you really are passionate about, it's always worth taking a challenge. Worst comes to worst, you can always go back to your other job. But at least that yeah. way you took a chance on yourself. You know what? Thank you so much for sharing this. I just remember that uh, when we firstly recorded, um, I asked you quite a bit about how I guess you found your passions, etc. And um, I'm gonna ask you now. Can you please, Mark? Can you please share with us? Just going back to the whole finding yourself thing. Can you share with us? Um, how I guess you really sat down with yourself and you really discover what you're passionate about was there any sort of like exercise that you did or anything there some sort of questions that you asked yourself yeah to to do it at the start there um there was so um I'm trying to remember exactly all the things that I said um I think in the past you mentioned to me that um, you one day when you were still working as a lawyer, you sat down with yourself and you wrote down, um, like you asked yourself questions like, um, what makes me happy? Why? And then a bunch of oh, things yes, came in yes, your no, head. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I remember now. So I guess the, the first thing was it was ever since university um, where I was just doing things that I thought seemed appropriate. I didn't know if I liked it. I was often looking at my friends or other people who seemed they were so happy with what they're doing. She really wanted to be a firefighter. He really wanted to be a policeman. She really wanted to be a nurse. He wanted to be a nurse, whatever it was. They had their goals and they were fulfilling them. While I was at university, studying to become a job that I didn't necessarily want to do. Um, and it was challenging. It was easy to keep going forward, feeling awkward, procrastinating, convincing myself that I guess I'm happy. I, I guess I should do this. Maybe, maybe if I try and find other things to do, like I'll do some music or I'll, um, I'll spend more time with my friends. And I just realized all I was trying to do is fill a void. But the void is I didn't like what I was doing. I didn't like what my life was turning into. And that was the most important thing I needed to try and do. So I had to try and consistently remind myself that I can change. You can do whatever you want. I was, I was young as well. I was, I was upset that I didn't have a passion. So I felt really inadequate and disheartened because I was like, damn it, I'm missing like that fundamental drive that everyone else seemed to have. Um, I loved and I was so happy for people. Some of my friends were like, I want to be a radio host. Bam, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to spend 10 years becoming it and eventually I'm going to do it. And then for one of the, my mates, he actually now does it, which is great. And I was like, damn it, I don't, I don't have any of that drive. So I thought, well, what can I do? So I started looking um, on the internet for like things such as how to find your passion or what should I do with my life? Personality tests, what's important to me? Jobs that I'm suitable for, industry areas that may suit me. And, I can, and it gives you all of these different tests written by people. 
So some of them are helpful, but the idea is it, it, it starts the process because you do some soul searching. So at the time I was working as a lawyer and what I did was I would take half days or I would say I'm sick on certain days and I would do nothing but sit at home and I would just try and figure out what the hell to do with my life. So I would write all these things down that I liked and I would try and figure out how all these things that I like can turn into a profession. So for example, I liked nutrition, but I didn't want to be a nutritionist or a dietitian in a, like a hospital or in a clinic. I liked health and medicine, but I didn't want to be a doctor. I liked the way the brain worked, but I didn't want to be a psychologist, psychiatrist or neurologist. I liked education, but I didn't want to be a teacher or a lecturer. I liked creating things, but I didn't want to be in the primary industry. I liked law and argue and argument structure and like sorry and policy, but I didn't want to be a part of law or government. So I started asking myself all these big questions. Um, and that was really, really helpful. So I started to be really honest with myself as to why do I like these things? What led me to like these things? And then it was really, really awkward. I remember the first time writing down things such as, what do I like to do on the weekend? I know that's the most basic question and you can easily start asking and answering things. But then the next question is, why? Why do you like those things? And then you write down a few more things. So like, let's just say it's going to the beach. Why do you like going to the beach? Because other people don't. So why do you like going to the beach? And then you might try and answer that. And then you'd be like, okay, but, but why did I write that? Why is that important to me? What makes me feel like that? And the idea is you're slowly trying to chip away at yourself until you, you properly realize what is the base in like the base impulse inside you that makes you want those things or like those things. And the strangest sensation is how awkward you feel when you really start to get to know yourself. Because all of a sudden, um, I'm starting to really realize what I actually care about. Because you never truly think about it when you're just doing things. You're always just focusing on, um, oh, I'll do this, I'll do that, I'll play sport, or I'll play Nintendo, or I'll hang out with my friends. You're never really properly taking the time to get to know yourself. And, um, and this is the first few opportunities I had to really start to realize what I, what I like. And then I started to see connections that I previously hadn't seen. Um, I revisited the questions of my life from a new vantage point and I started to connect these invisible dots. Um, or you might say the stars started to actually line up. So I really started to realize that even though I like all these areas, there is things I can do that combines all of my interest areas all into one. And, um, and that's what I started to do. I realized that what I want to do is is help people in areas of performance and and mental health and i want something to do that helps uh, improve people's lives i want to educate people and i thought well one way to try and do this might be to create a business in nutrition when i can create an amazing product that helps all of these things and while i have that product I can use it to educate people about the importance of ingredients, which will improve their lives. And so I started to realize, wow, it's, 
it's it's not as hard as I thought it was. It just it took time. So it took many, many hours, many days, many weeks, many months of just trying to get to know myself to realize what I actually want to do. Um, and that was probably the most weird and awkward thing. So I found out after all of that, um, I don't know if you want to call it a passion, but at least I found some things that, um, that make me happy, um, that really light me Sorry, up. can I just interrupt for a moment and ask you, did you ever feel, I guess, ashamed of yourself that, um, you know, maybe you found out that you just liked something really random and you're like, God. I don't even, like, I feel so bad because maybe you felt like people were going to judge you or, like, or anything like that when you were doing the soul searching. Yeah, no, I did, yes. That's actually um, a, a What great... did you find out? Tell us. <laughs> so it, oh, it wasn't anything bad. It was just um, it was shameful because some of the reasons why I chose the career path that I did was stupidity and egotistical. Like, I guess I was just, I thought that maybe having a career in business or career in law, I liked the idea of it. And I thought that was cool. I'd watch these TV shows, um, To Kill a, Lo a Mockingbird, Atticus Finch, something like that. And you're like, wow, I want to be that guy. And so, but the reason why I wanted to be that guy was because I thought he was cool. So it wasn't to try and help people. It was because I wanted it for selfish, egotistic reasons. I wanted other people to think I'm cool or smart or whatever it was and I, I hated that I was like I'm I'm choosing a direction in my life based on what other people are going to think about me and I realized how shameful that was because I was creating a pathway not based on what I want but based on what other people would want for me or what they may think of me and that used to really upset me because I realized holy crap what matters the most is what you think of yourself. Like the only person you should care about is um, the person who judges you as the person in the mirror. Perhaps it's your, your close family as well. But trying to do something purely based upon um, other people thinking that you're smart or cool or funny or interesting, whatever, I was ashamed that I had even considered doing a particular job based on that. So then I realized I don't care. What I want to do is is make the world a better place and also start by making my headspace a better place. So I started with that. And um, and for the first couple of years of starting a, um, a business, I was ridiculed by my friends. Um, some, were, some were really nice and really supportive. But there were some who used to be, um, they'd make jokes and stuff and they thought they were being funny, but sometimes it was hurtful and they were just being pretty uncool saying things like, oh, mate, well, anyway, you can talk. Like, must be easy working from home. Must be easy taking lunch breaks all the time. Mate, who, you don't even have a job. Why don't you just get a job? It was all of these kind of comments, which were a bit unfair yeah. because at the time I hadn't worked for maybe a year or a year and a half, and I'm trying to start my own thing, and it's, it's challenging, and it's tempting to take a job, but I would just think to myself, no, because... That's what others think are normal. It doesn't make it the correct thing. That's just what most people think. And that doesn't make it right. What makes it right is if it feels right to me. And what I, and I knew what I wanted to do by then. So it took a long, long time to finally get to know myself and realize what I really like. And once you really get to know these things and, and start to line things up, then 
you're being a bit more truthful with yourself, which is really, really important. And so um, I was ashamed that I would made a lot of decisions in my life up until that point based on um, what other people would think of me. But I was also proud of myself that finally in my mid to late 20s, I made the first real decision based on what I want, based on what I think will make um, people happier and better based upon me wanting to do it, which I thought was the first real empowering move. So I remember that was a big pivotal point for me. Um, and that's why the idea of just taking a job because others think you should have a job. I think it's, um, I think it's silly. I think you should do what you truly want to do because. Sorry, the time oh. I went on. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think you should do what you want to do. Cause at the end of the day, who cares? Like if you have an amazing job that pays really well, but you're not happy, then you're not happy. And if you're not happy, you're not going to be a nice person. You're not going to be a good parent, a good lover, a good friend, a good family member. So who cares? Um, it, it'd be better to have a job that is basic, um, makes a small amount of money, but at least you're happy. So then you, you're there for your friends. You're there for your family. You're a good um, uh, spouse. You're, you're someone who makes a difference in the world. You have time to, to help people. So that's what I'd, I'd rather do. And if you end up making money while doing that, I think that's fantastic. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. Also, something that um, I wanted to ask is that, do you reckon, um, you know, when you were, I guess, finding yourself and you were changing so much, did you feel like you were being, I guess you kind of spoke about this before, but did you feel like your friends were judging you? like really judging you because you were maybe taking like a total different path from theirs? Yeah, I'd say it would be a, a few things. Um, I didn't dwell too much about why they'd, um, they'd, they'd, they're judging. I imagine it was because it was different to them and they hadn't properly gotten used to that idea and it's easy to judge people who are doing something different to you. So... Um, I didn't think bad of them for, for what they um, were doing. They were just trying to be funny. Um, so I, I didn't think too much about it. Um, I imagine it was just because I was doing something different. I was taking a, a path less trodden. So it's easy to, to laugh at the person who's doing something different. Absolutely. Um, but, I, but I didn't yeah. mind. I, I, I did what I had to do um, and what made me happy. And um, I guess after you made your transition, did you have any of your mates like coming to you and asking you for advice? Maybe they want to change or, you know, something like that? Ironically now, yes. Um, <laughs> years later that now that I've actually gone through it and I'm nowhere near where I want to be, but I finally got like at least a few products. Occasionally I will have friends ask me and just be like, so how did you do it? Like from the start to the end? How did you even know that you wanted to do it? And when you did do it, what got you through the hard times? Like, there must have been hard times. And then it's interesting now. So people actually are interested in what you had to say. But, um, yeah, so it's it's good. So I'm hoping one day um, Savvy will be a larger thing and this will be a, an interesting story that I can tell that hopefully mm -hmm. will... Uh, motivate maybe one or two people to give give themselves a bigger chance. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that. Self-love is a big, it's important thing to have 
Um, I guess when you are, I think self-love is important for anything, but I guess do you reckon it's important to have self-love when it comes to business, like bringing that element of love to your business? Yes. In a huge way, yes. Um, however, not in a way that becomes too ego- egotistic, but in a massive way, yes. I found that gratitude and also I am mantras were extraordinarily helpful for me at the start. Realizing that because there will be a lot of days when you'll wake up and you'll be like, what the hell am I doing? Because it's hard. Of course it's hard because you've always been told what to do and now you're finally trying to do it yourself. Of course you're going to have hard days. But all I would try and do is think about why I'm doing it and I would think of gratitude and I would try and have a bit of self-love. So I'd just be like, okay, great. So what am I doing? I'm doing the right thing. Okay, fantastic. And and what in my life is is great right now. And I would and I would be grateful for things that are external and then grateful for things that are internal, which is self-love. So I think about perhaps my amazingly supportive family or my um or my girlfriend or my friends or the beautiful area that I might live in or my uh, my health. But then I might think about things um, particular to me, I might think about my my part, my drive or my passion, or the fact that I used to care so much about what others thought about me, but now I don't. Now I don't give a shit. Um, like if a bunch of my mates were like laughing together, just going, um, saying, "Oh yeah, whatever, mate." Like because they saw me having a lunch break during summer, and they're making a joke, going, "Yeah, mate, you're unemployed, ha ha ha," or whatever. That could be offensive but I just after a while you just don't care you're like yeah whatever guys you're working for someone else you're pushing yourself making someone else's dreams come to life good on you um I'm working extra hard to make my own dreams come to life so I would just think about things from my own um standpoint and so it's kind of self-love but it's also just kind of being grateful for things that you do and also that others do and trying to be more aware of all these little things. So I think it's really, really important Marissa, having um, the, a component of realizing what you're doing and how it's great and celebrating the little wins is so yeah. important. So I remember we were, um, a few years ago we were talking and the most minor thing might happen. I might just literally manage to get a conversation or an email or an opportunity to meet someone that I think is really important. And I would celebrate that. I'd be like, yes, like I tracked them down. I sent them a few messages. We had a quick chat on the phone and now we're meeting up for a coffee next week. Woo! Because that person could be really helpful. Um, but the idea is you got to stay positive and celebrate all the little things. And then each, each time that you don't give up, I would try and be happy about that. Some days you're so tired and it's five o'clock and you just want to give up and put your feet up and watch TV. But you're like, no, I have, I have to finish this. And then you work until 8 p.m., 9 p.m. And I would go to bed so proud of myself thinking I wanted to stop working, but I pushed myself and I got another couple hours out. Well done for not giving up. And I would like just, I'd, I'd focus on the determination, the drive to do that. I'm like, that's so good that I now do that. I got to keep doing that. That's really good. That's strong behavior. I've got to keep doing it. So I know it sounds kind of silly, but it's all these little things that really help. I don't think it's silly. I, I like it. Thank you so much for sharing that. That was um, 
Beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> so now I guess um, I wanted to ask you if you could give um, some sort of advice to your younger self, what would you say to the you know young Mark when you're like 18 or something? Oh, God, I think I, I touched on it before, but you are know, speaking to young Mark, I'd probably just say before you make a big decision about what you're doing with your university or with your life, think about what you'd like and realize that even if it doesn't seem like a job right now, just because it might be a hobby or an interest, maybe you just try and explore it a bit more. You might like it. I just tell myself to take the time to get to know myself. Yeah. I reckon that's a pretty, pretty wise advice. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. So, is there anything else you want to share with us before, I guess, we uh, we go? Um, gosh, I don't know. I think so. Uh, is there anything else um, that I, I could share? I feel I've been talking so much already. That's true. Is there anything that you want to ask me? <laughs> um, uh, what about yourself? Is there anything in particular that you would give career-wise or advice-wise to a young barista at 18? Oh, God. Um, I reckon oh, I'll probably just say just chill out a little bit. Um I think I like I tended to not anymore to be very hard on myself and I think just such a it was you know a big mistake I mean we can learn from anything but um I think I used to be pretty hard on myself like I've always um tried to be so perfect and just so like um just perfect and everything um, which was good. I mean, you can be good at a certain extent, but um, it can be really tiring as well. Just, um, yeah, I guess I would have just told myself, just uh, chill out, just have more fun. I'm not that I didn't have fun, but I guess, um, yeah, just chill out a little bit more. Don't stress too much, uh, you know, and I guess just be more honest with yourself. I don't think I've always been that honest with myself. I think I started being more honest with myself maybe uh, five, four years ago, I think around the time when we met, maybe four years ago or something like that. Um, that's when I think a lot of things in my life changed and I was like, I just have to be honest with me, you know, things are not working and, but um, yeah, I reckon I'll just I'll probably just tell myself just chill out and just be honest with yourself. Just be a little bit more easygoing with yourself, you know, because I, I think I'm pretty easygoing with people in general, but I think there's something that I'm constantly working on that I can be a bit too hard on myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> well, good. It's all these little things that make a big difference, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well... I guess we kind of touched on this before, but um, you know, if anyone wants to buy savvy, so can can they just buy online, right? And um, in the future, in the supermarket, is that right? That's exactly correct. Okay, perfect. Anyway, Mark, thank you so much for being here today. It has been a pleasure. It was you're amazing. I mean, you have helped me so much, and I'm really grateful to uh. Have you here? Stop That's it. why I wanted to. I wanted you to be my first ever 
can we talk episode um so we could talk about savvy and how you started and i think um this episode is going to be so helpful for people that really want to you know maybe change their jobs so maybe just even change anything i guess kind of massive in their lives um yeah thank you so much for being here today mark i really appreciate it yes well that would be amazing um it was fantastic i liked it Thank you for having me and it was fantastic. I'm really glad to hear that um, you're, you're doing so well, which is really, really good. So fantastic. Love that you're making a podcast and you're, you're spending your time just trying to spread positivity, which I think is admirable and amazing. Always, always, always. And yeah, thank you for the kind words. I really appreciate And yeah, I guess I'll, um, I'll speak to you soon. Thank you. More than welcome. Speak to you soon, though. And now, guys, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening um, to this episode. I really appreciate it. And I just wanted to mention that if you guys want to grab the coffee, which Mark and I spoke about during the episode, please... Um, go into their website which is www.savvybeverage.com.au and when you go to purchase on the checkout you just have to insert my code and you get a little discount and my code is LA123 and yes to I guess wrap things up I just want to say that um, if you guys like this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and also please share this episode with as many people as you know because it's going to really help us to grow and it's going to help me to you know keep bringing more content to you guys. And please leave us a review. I'll be super grateful if you do that. A good one, please. <laughs> And yes, I'll be very happy to, you know, to hear your feedback and uh, keep listening. I'll see you guys next time.